The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! And the crowd on his feet and a timeout Northwestern. Rebound on the floor, grabbed out of there and cleared by Felice, coast to coast, off the glass, got it to go down, counted and he's fouled. Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good afternoon, well actually good morning everybody, getting ready for an afternoon tip here at the State Farm Center. I'm Scott Beatty along with Lauren Tate, Illinois basketball back in action after a week off from games. Today's opponent, the East Tennessee State University Buccaneers, and they they are here. That's of note as the Buccaneers have Ex had their own version of planes, trains, and automobiles. Explain that. Well, they were basically, they've had a bunch of flights canceled, delayed, and they've changed airports and airlines. And the bus had a flat tire. They rolled in some sometime early this morning. I, I think it was, I've heard 1 a.m. or 3 a.m., their equipment and uniforms just arrived. 15 minutes ago. Fifth, yes. So this <laughs> squad out of Johnson City, Tennessee, this afternoon will face the Illini. First time ever these two teams have met. But Brad Underwood, head coach for the Illini, and Steve Forbes, head coach for the Buccaneers, have a history. They used to coach in uh, the JUCO levels in Kansas. Stephen F. Austin played ETSU. Back in 2013, ETSU won that ball game. So there is a little bit of history here between these two clubs. And, uh, boy, Lauren, sometimes sometimes you don't like to hear about the opponent having all these travel woes because that could actually energize them in a different way. Yeah, you never know how that's going to affect the team. You know, yeah. they'll show up here ready to play. We know that, and they are going to hit the boards. They're, going to get, they're averaging over 40 rebounds a game, and they've doubled the rebounds on the offensive side. 160-some to 82 or so. So it's it's going to be a, a game. where and, and I know that the coach has been working on blockouts all week, and, and that, that's an emphasis in this game to block them out, keep them off the boards because they like to go there. A 1 p.m. tip here. The Illini are now 3-7, and 0-2 oh in the Big Ten, and East Tennessee State out of the Southern Conference. They are 8-3 and three overall, 0-1. Oh they play a lot of road games. They're on a two-game winning streak. They beat Reinhardt and UT Martin most recently, 80-62. to Of course, the Illini coming off their victory over UNLV last Saturday here at the State Farm Center, 77-74. to uh, Probably shouldn't have gotten that close, but the Illini pulled out the win. We can talk about that. And the Illini also snapped a three-game losing streak. So today, the Illini can do something they haven't done all season, and that's win back-to-back -back ball games. And they need to win every Saturday this month. That, that's the idea. 
Mizzou yeah. next weekend yep. in uh, in St. Louis for the Bragging Rights game, and then back here on the 29th of December for Florida Atlantic, and then back into the gauntlet, Indiana, well, Northwestern, Michigan. That's right. You got to get to six and seven, and then just tackle what's going to be a tremendous challenge uh, in the Big Ten with a lot of some more games away from home before we get home. The Big Ten Conference has been uh, pretty quiet this week as most schools in the, the finals period. In Illinois, no exception, they're into the finals now. They had players leaving practice yesterday to go take finals. Uh, Brad Underwood said uh, well, somebody's got to take a final tonight after the ball game. So that's an extra challenge for all these guys, especially the freshmen navigating all that for the first time. The Illini are out shooting around. Looks like they'll be in the home oranges today. You know, I, I kind of recognize some of these guys based on their hairdo. <laughs> but now I'm really confused because Fraser has changed and so has Feliz. Feliz it just got about six, inch, six inches taller. He did. He's, his, he's expanded. His, he's, his afro. Yeah. Trent Fraser has gotten shorter with his hairdo. Uh, <laughs> Kipper Nichols has gone... Uh, very conservative, and uh, Aaron Jordan's always straight-laced with his. Which reminds me, I watched Mike Finke play the other night for Grand Canyon, and I didn't recognize him. He had a short crew cut. Remember yeah. what, what he looked like last year for with, Illinois? With the man bun and all that. Yeah, we yeah. talked to Jeff Finke this week on Sports Talk on our AM side, and, and uh, he said he's enjoying it out there, and he and his brother Tim don't play that much together in, uh, in the lineups, but... Uh, but they are enjoying their time out there under Dan Marley in the Grand Canyon uh, University uh, Lopes, the, the Antelopes. Antelopes, yep. Georgie Bajanisvili is out on the floor as well. Most everybody, Aaron Jordan was the first one out shooting today as soon as the women cleared. The women play you, tonight. You got a high five from him already. Uh, uh, from Georgie. Jo yeah, I got a fist bump there. Fist bump, okay. Fist bump, Same that's thing. what we got. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but Georgie will basically fist bump a tree. I mean, he's, <laughs> right. he's pumped up for anything that's going around. It doesn't make me special. Uh, women's basketball tonight, they play against SIUE at 6 o'clock. Fans with tickets to this men's game can uh, use the stub to get back in for the women's game at no charge. And uh, so that's a 6 o'clock tip here tonight as well. Many uh, Big Ten games on tap today. Ohio State is hosting Bucknell right now. That's the lone game in progress. And uh, Ohio State leading Bucknell 31-23. to Crossroads Classic over in Indianapolis. Notre Dame and Purdue and Indiana at Butler. That's just got to be a fantastic event to go watch. Penn State hosts NC State. Michigan gets Western Michigan. Seton Hall playing Rutgers. Iowa hosts Northern Iowa. And we have East Tennessee State University Buccaneers in to face the Illini for the first time ever. They have dropped all 17 games ever against Big Ten foes. we got more on this. We'll hear a little bit from Brad Underwood, get you our keys to the game as well. And the coach's corner is later on as Brian Barnhart will talk with Jamal Walker. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Fighting Illini game day continues in a moment. ABC Sanitary, hauling and recycling. Family owned and locally operated. No contracts. No hidden fees. 356-0909. ABC Sanitary. The one to trust. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. 
Well, it has been a focus. Uh, we've we've done probably three or four different segments of, in practice of um, uh, each day this week of, of emphasizing the rebounding stuff. We've um, we've got to clean that area up, and uh, you know we we um, have, have spent a lot of time on it. So I I hope we see some things better. Uh, they've got one of the elite re rebounders in America, uh, in uh, Rodriguez. Uh, averaging close to 13 a game, I think, and and uh, gets four offensive. But uh, you know, we've got to get more. We've got to get more rebounding from our front court guys. Uh, we need more rebounding from Kipper. We need more rebounding from Georgie. And uh, you know that's got to uh, that those areas got to improve. I've been for the most part pretty pleased with our perimeter guys. Uh, a little inconsistent, but. Uh, you know, those guys are – we're going to have to be a team rebound, rebounding team, and uh, uh, we've emphasized that. Brad Underwood talking about the rebounding focus from this week of practice as the Buccaneers of East Tennessee State University featured seven junior Jeremy Rodriguez out of the Dominican Republic, averaging 12.2 points per ball game and averaging 12.4 rebounds per game. He's a double-double machine. He's one of six Division One players right now to average – in uh, double doubles and have over two and a half assists as well, and he's not their tallest guy. Either. No, six, they seven. come they come right behind with this uh, guy from Serbia, six ten, Mark uh, Armas, and he's he's averaging he's got ninety three rebounds. That's eight point five. That's a lot. Eight point five and twelve point four. I mean, that's that's two guys that are going to hit the boards on you. Indeed, uh, they posted the longest winning streak in the country at one point last season. They won sixteen straight. Uh, they've been to the tournament a, a number of times. Their challenge, East Tennessee State, is they play in the Southern Conference, and that's a mm -hmm. one-bid league. Mm -hmm. You can you can have a really great season, and if you don't win your tournament, you're not going to the NCAA's. Well, they've been in the tournament the last three years in a row, and uh, I've been I'm, I'm sorry, they've been in the tournament final championship yeah. game three years in a row, and won not last year but the year before. And they came close last year. They got to the championship. They won uh, two games to get there, and then got knocked off. But the thing about it is they're used to winning. This is a program with, with it's had five teams in the NCAA since 2000. They're, they're, uh, they're just ex they expect to win basketball games. And I know in the Big Ten, you, as you pointed out, they have more, they've never won a Big Ten game. But uh, they're a threat. This is not a pushover. No, and, and, and that is what has become, I think, part of the neat part of basketball and college basketball is – on the men's side, at least, there's a lot more parity. There's a lot more ability for mid-majors to beat major programs. And make no mistake, I think this is a game Illinois should win. Uh, I think it would be a disappointment if Illinois doesn't win this game. But uh, these mid-major programs can recruit, and you only need five guys. You know, this is not a football team where you got to have 22. Everybody's recruiting the nation, the world, <laughs> not just the nation, but the world. And we see so many players from, from just like UNLV, had five guys last week from all different countries, and, and now that's what we're running. You don't know what you're going to get. I also shoot outside at a pretty good clip at 36% from beyond the arc, so you'll have to watch for that as well. Uh, let's see. Coming up, our keys to the game. Coach's corner as well. This game tips at 1 o'clock. Illinois and the East Tennessee State University uh, Buccaneers. I noticed you were looking up some of their opponents there and what the Illini were. Well, the thing about it is they've lost three games, East Tennessee State. They lost to Georgia State. Now, most people would say that's a bad team, but they beat Georgia. 
Georgia State beat the University of Georgia, Cream, ninety-one to sixty-seven, and uh, they played a good game against Creighton. They lost seventy-five-sixty-nine. Uh, no, no embarrassment there. And they lost at Wilford, which Wilford's a good ball club, but they lost that by 15, 17 points. So they haven't won any really big games, but they've, they've, you know, they've, they've hung in there. And and they're eight and three. I mean, that's that's a good record. And and uh, some of the teams they've beaten aren't very good, but nevertheless, they've got the wins. On our way to tip at one o'clock, we'll come back with our keys to the game. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show and Fighting Illini game day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Illinois basketball today at 1 o'clock against the East Tennessee State University Buccaneers here at the State Farm Center. Illinois won last week over UNLV. Samba Kane with eight points, including some flashy dunks. And uh, Donis De La Rosa has uh, struggled a bit here in the early going. So who will we see today? Brad Underwood addressed whether it'll be Samba or Adonis. Yeah, a little bit will be uh, based on who they have in the game. You know, their their starter is probably not as athletic as their backup, and they're at you know they they get small at times. Um, you know, which is something that. Uh, uh, they will do. They'll play big. They'll play small. But uh, when they go with uh, Rodriguez at the five, they have a tendency to play four guards and get a little smaller. That makes it more challenging for uh, for Adonis from the mobility standpoint. But uh, there are lineups he can play in. So we'll get a feel for how the game goes and uh, you know make some of those decisions at uh, that time. And, of course, uh, this is the time of year when – Finals are going on as well. So Brad Underwood talking about the mental challenge that goes on with today's ball game. I've always felt like once you approach finals, it's a, it is a, uh, you get guys that, that they do stuff differently during finals. They may have to stay up till two or three or four in the morning studying. They may have multiple papers. I think today we had one young man that has three finals. So there becomes a mental grind that. Uh, uh, guys have to go through. We have, you know, we had a couple guys have to leave practice today because of finals. We've got uh, a couple guys with finals tomorrow night. Uh, so you've got a different routine, but absolutely knowing that the knowing that the opponent is is coming in to try to take something away from you, you, know, you better be ready, dialed in, and focused. And I hope it's a good reprieve, you know, for our guys. All right, time for our keys to the game. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance. Mr. Tate. Well, I'm going to hit you where uh, where East Tennessee is the best, and that is with their rebounding and particularly their offensive rebounding. Two to one, they're getting twice as many offensive rebounds. Illinois has got a block out. They've worked on it all week. Block out. Keep them off the boards as best you can. And I would like to go with improvement in consistent play. If you get a lead, let's hold it. Let's see, uh, not get uh, dicey towards the end of the ball game like it did last week at UNLV. You want to see this team take some steps of growth that way. You gotta, you gotta have the lead in some games and play the games that, and then you become accustomed to it. They hadn't been accustomed to having a lead like they did in the UNLV game, and they let, they let a lot of it slip away. 
It's all here a tune-up for bragging rights next week and all of it leading up back into Big Ten play. Thanks much, Lauren. Okay. Those are our keys to the game. Coach's corner in a moment as Brian Barnhart talks with Jamal Walker next on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Fighting Illini game day continues now on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show with the Coach's Corner. Illinois today hosting East Tennessee State University at the State Farm Center. The scouting assignment goes to assistant coach Jamal Walker. Here's Brian Barnhart with Jamal. Jamal, good to be back on the court again, but I know it's been, a for coaches, a productive week where you can work on some things with not so many games. Yeah, we had so many games and so many <laughs> days in the month of November, and uh, it was good to really get some practice time and try to instill kind of our principles and how we want to play moving forward. Yeah, can you put some new stuff in, in in times like this? Yeah, it was more so just kind of fine-tuning what we already have. I mean, yeah, we did a few things, but at the end of the day, it was more so fine-tuning the stuff that we that we want to try to do well as we, as we approach uh, this last part heading into uh, until the holiday break. Yeah, it's a little unusual uh, season, and you've been here several years now. There's a lot of teams like Ohio State. They played seven straight home games, or UNLV, seven straight home, and you're kind of building – yeah. your team we didn't really have that chance I mean we we started and we jumped right in the deep end of the pool real quick yeah we jumped right on in I mean <laughs> we kind of had that two-hand push in the back and said swim but I don't, you know didn't have a life jacket didn't know how to swim and you know we're trying to learn on the fly and so that's why we kind of have so many bumps in the road and, and that's going to continue but uh we got to do a better job of uh, trying to smoothen that path out um and I think we tried to do that this week with some of the things we did here in practice all right East Tennessee State we've all had travel issues they had the uh, their own trying to get here, I guess. Uh, Johnson City, Atlanta, Bloomington didn't work. In Chicago, they got in pretty early this morning. I yeah, guess. they got in early this morning, but you know they're, they're going to be ready to play. I mean, anytime you get an opportunity to play uh, at that at East Tennessee State, you got a chance to knock off a BCS opponent uh, at any point in time. Those guys are going to be rearing to play. So we got some relationships there as well uh, with some of their players, as far as knowing uh, Andres and knowing Coach Orlando and so forth. So. They're going to be ready to roll just because of the fact of playing. I have an opportunity like this to play in a venue like ours. It's going to be fun for them. Well, I was just looking at their record and Coach Forbes. He was a junior college coach like Coach Underwood was at one time. Um, it's interesting because they've won a lot of games I mean, and a lot of road games too. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the, the, the mantra of East Tennessee State is that their toughness and uh, and they, they travel with their defense and their toughness. It travels in their bag with them regardless if they're at home or away. So the mindset of a road game is what it's all about. If you can get guys to, to have that mindset that we do what we do regardless of, of the venue and they can prepare uh, that way, then that, that's the team who usually has an upper hand in a road game. I know sometimes uh, when looking at their opponents, they out-rebounded by a couple of them by a wide margin. But still, yeah. statistically, plus 15 on the glass, that tells you something about their team. I mean, it tells you that they, they rebound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It tells you that they have some guys that go pursue the basketball. That's something that they really, really stress as a program. Um, and and that's uh, I think that's only one team that they did not out rebound. That was Wofford, and that was a loss in conference, and they lost by 15. Uh, we're, we're, that's something we've talked about a lot at length to try to win the possession battle, and that only not only includes rebounds, that includes turnovers to to minimize our turnovers that we've had. I feel like we, as a staff, we feel like we've had too many turnovers. Um, that's going to be expected a little bit, but it's time for our younger guys to to grow up and understand the value of basketball a little bit more. Yeah, because we turn people over a lot. But maybe we give some of that back with our own turnovers. Yeah, we give it up with our, with our own turnovers and also our rebounding. I mean, anytime 
Uh, that's how you win the possession battle is by you minimize your turnovers. You try to force and create turnovers, and then you don't want to give up second-chance opportunities on the, on the offensive end. The more shots that they get, the more opportunities that they have in, to make a shot. So we want to try to do that, and I think that's the key to the game. If we can try to neutralize them on the glass and we do a really good job in the turnover battle, then we're going to be in good shape. It's the Buccaneers of East Tennessee State. Jamal Walker scouting them for us, and we're back with more after this on the Coach's Corner. Walker, as we get ready for the uh, Buccaneers of East Tennessee State from Johnson City. First ever meeting, by the way, between these two schools. We've played a lot of schools from Tennessee, but not uh, this particular uh, team. Let me uh, start with, the, you mentioned Dominican Republic, Jerome Rodriguez, the double-double yeah. guy. Yeah, double-double guy. He averaged 12 points, 12 rebounds, four and a half offensive rebounds a game. Uh, Jerome Rodriguez is a kid that just kind of has a nose for the basketball, as they say. You know, the ball just kind of finds him, and he's got really, really good hands. Uh, he pursues it, uh, and, and when he gets his hands on it, he just gets both hands on it. He points out on the offensive end is, is offensive rebounding and kind of playing off the other guys. And then they, they have really, really good guards. I mean, anytime uh, you play a team that has three or four guards like they have in Bo Hodges and Trey, Trey Boyd and Isaiah Tisdale and Patrick Good, uh, you're going to be in for a dogfight. So it should be fun to play these guys because they're going to really test our, our defense, particularly at guarding the basketball where we've kind of struggled. Yeah, it seems like uh, teams uh, in these conferences like this have really good guard play, the, the ones that make the tournament and make uh, and pull some upsets. Yeah, they do. I mean, that's that's the name of the game. It gets <laughs> guard, guards win you games. And um, there's so many really good players out there sometimes uh, – uh, particularly in the guard spot, guys mature and they get older and they become better and uh, better players. And um, there's nothing like it when you're playing with some older guys, 21, 22 year old, and they're guard and they've, they've experienced, they've been through a lot. And so uh, you're looking at guys like that. Um, I think Trey, those, Trey, Trey Boy's been in junior college, and um, you know those guys have been through a lot. You know, for them to travel like they did, this is kind of a normal day for a junior college guy <laughs> who's been through junior college. You know. Yeah. Well, and tell me about the big guy, a young man from Serbia who, uh, I mean, a lot of kids from that country that play overseas now. Yeah, basketball's big over there. I mean, uh, that's something that, that they really try to instill in kids, and it's becoming more and more popular each and every day. And so Armis uh, is a really, really good player. He uses both hands in and around the rim. Uh, he, him, he, him himself, like Rodriguez, gets a lot of offensive rebounds. And he's not a great athlete. He just, again, just a guy who pursues the ball. Part of the rebounding is just going to want it, having a desire and want to go get it. I think he does a really, really good job at it. So he's going to be tough to handle a little bit. I think him and Georgie we're going to have, have an interesting battle down there. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. What do, what do they like to do defensively? Will we see some zone mixture yeah. there? No, they play mostly man to man. They're going to press a little bit. Uh, Steve Forbes has a little uh, Bruce Pearl, you know, being at Tennessee, and they do some kind of some trapping and so forth. Um, they're going to try to pressure the ball a little bit, and, and at the end of the day, they're going to try to execute their offense and stuff. They're a set play oriented team on offense, and so we got to really try to take them and disrupt them out of that. Yeah. Well, it's uh, as you say, it's a, a team that has won a lot of games, not only this year but in the past. Uh, well, that does carry over. No matter what program you're in, if you're winning games year to year, you've got guys that know how to win games. Yeah, winning's contagious. I mean, mm -hmm. big, the biggest thing with winning is establishing a culture and understanding how to win. When you've been in those situations over and over and over, and you've been on the back, uh, back end of a lot of wins, you kind of get confident. You know, you watch... I'm just watching uh, football last couple of years or last this year and watching Alabama talking about a winning tradition in football and mm -hmm. I'm, they're down 14 and you see no panic on those guys because they expect to win. They expect to win. The program expects to win. The players, the coaches. And that's the mindset and the mentality that we're trying to establish here. And that takes time. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and Forbes has done a great job with that. 
uh, East Tennessee State. They have an identity, and they, they know that when they come there, they're going to have an opportunity to win a lot of basketball games. Hey, Jamal, good to see you. Good luck today. All right, thank you. All right, Jamal Walker, assistant coach for the Illini on the Coach's Corner. Thanks, Brian and Jamal. That's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you after the ball game at the State Farm Center for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. I'll welcome your calls and your texts about what you saw and heard. In the meantime, there's more coverage now from the State Farm Center. 